The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin Glamour McElroy. I'm your best brother, Travis McElroy. And the nominee for Baby Brother 30 Under 30 Media Luminaries is Willem Dafoe. Oh, no, they read the wrong name. Uh, he's just a nominee. And Griffin McElroy. Oh, okay. it's a, it, they only got two this year. And I'm going like, to beat his ass. Hey, do you guys remember when they read the wrong name last year? Okay, uh, okay, okay. Anything okay, could happen okay. in the Oscars. And I can't believe they're letting James Kimmel do it a second time after he beefed it so hard on stage. He ripped a big beefer. <laughs> anyway, um, let's make jokes about Hollywood's biggest night. Okay. I sometimes, uh, I, I just call them the grouches. Oh, that's fun. I was yeah, going to do one where fun. it's like, I'm having an Oscar party. And you guys be like, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm inviting all my favorites. Oscar from The Office. Oscar the Grouch, Travis already fucking sort of Oscar trampled. Oscar de la Hoya. Oscar de la Hoya's got Oscar the invite. Oscar from Odd Couple? Isn't that an Oscar? We gotta, we gotta, we can do better than this. We can do better than this. I'm looking forward to seeing a big win for Sorcery Renan from Lady Bird. So the joke there is that you said the name <laughs> really very, very bad. We're starting the episode over. No, no, no. We're, we're in ju- no, 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 no. We're not. We're not. No, we're in we Justin's show. This is not part of no, the episode. We're pulling it back. We're pulling, back. we're pulling it back. Okay. Okay. Now, okay, Justin, okay, okay. mine was nothing. I, I no, but we can punch it. We can punch it up because you could be like pronounce other names wrong. Like, and then the one who gave out the award was Matt Damon. It's like, do you mean Matt Damon? And then the joke there is that you just can't say names correctly. A lot of times, the problem is I isolated my joke too much because it wasn't a joke. It was a half joke. Sometimes on My Brother, My Brother, Me, if we do enough half jokes in sequence, it starts to feel funny, like, yes. not funny, haha, but like, boy, these boys are having a good time. Yeah. I guess I should be having a good time, too. Yes. It's kind of like guilting. We're just throwing so much out there that it, eventually you just kind of feel bad for not laughing. So I have two jokes, oh, and I'd good. like to do them back to back. And the first one is this. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it's great that Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri is up for the big one, the big nomination, but I think it's going to lose to four billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Um, I thought it was kind of fucked up how they made that that movie, and they were like, well, we can we can do you one better. And then sure enough, it has it has one more billboard. It has Francis McDormand, too, the sequel to Francis McDormand, and it's better by just about one number, just about all across the board. Hey, Griffin, that one uh, actually got me. That so, one got you. Okay, so we'll... That was very funny, yeah. Uh, very funny. Uh, Jameson, go ahead and put that one in the front. Front load that one. Okay, here's my second joke. Yeah, I saw Shape of Water, and I don't really get what the buzz is all about, um, because it's just Guillermo del Toro for an hour and a half just sort of uh, barreling right down the camera, and he's just like, a puddle, um, a glass. If you pour it into a glass, it's that. it looks like that. Um, a buck, You can do a bucket with it. 
uh, if it gets real ki- cold, you can make it sort of cube cube shaped. Um, that's it. Uh, and he goes on, oh. and he thinks of way funnier stuff. Fuck no. Jameson, put that one. At that, the was end. Jam- that was Jameson, close. Jameson, when it's Peter and it went starting to peter out, Jameson, just go ahead and drop that one right at the end. <laughs> the absence of funny material in the first four and a half minutes of this program is starting to make me feel a little panicky. It feels yeah, yeah. like a weight on my chest. Well, is no, it possible? Like I'll never come back. Is it possible that the problem is not us? It's just that the Oscars aren't fucking funny or interesting Maybe, or anything? Yeah, we did not really think about whether or not it should be an Oscars thing. We just sort of threw that out. First thought, best thought. But sometimes yeah. with us, first thought, worst thought, which actually sounds better. It yeah, does. It actually rhymes. <laughs> It rhymes better than the other one. When you get in that state, Justin, you just gotta keep digging. You gotta keep you gotta keep digging your way out of the wh- out of the whale. There's something in there. Yeah, so just keep digging. We're gonna hit it eventually. What Jameson's, if we Jameson, hey, listen, own. listen, listen. Jameson's gonna make us sound cool and funny and smart. Yeah. So absolutely. don't you worry about that. Okay. What if we just started right. our own Oscars? Oh. Uh. And now here's the thing about our Oscars. It's not about the movies that came out this year. It's about the movies we watched this year. Okay. So, like, a movie from, like, the 70s could win Best Picture because, like, we just saw it. This is not... Jameson. This is nothing? Jameson, you know what to do with this one, right? <laughs> no, this that had legs. That could go somewhere. Jameson, Jameson. What I movies tr- have you guys watched? And that could be... Yeah, Jameson, I trust you. Jameson, I'm going to give you a mark when to stop uh, cutting. Okay? But what if it's really... It, w- that could have legs. Jameson, wait for the mark. Mark. So, are we starting over, or what's the what's our sort of vote currently? What do you think, Jameson? He's crying. <laughs> Jameson's crying. You made Jameson cry, Justin. Way to go. You know he's going through a lot right now. <laughs> Jameson, you got any funny Oscar jokes? <laughs> I can't oh, say that, that really on the good. air. The that was actually pretty you, good. Jameson? Really good. He needs to get on the mic. He does need to get on the mic. Well, Jameson, can you put in the audacity filter and the audio editing that like auto-tunes the jokes to be funnier? <laughs> It's auto T O O N S. Yeah. Oh, and J- see, that was Javis's work because that was a pretty good joke. Travis didn't just say that. I, I didn't say like anything. It, I feel like I can't breathe. What's wrong? <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, it's like, will it ever be good again? Is no. Yeah, the yeah, end yeah. Of, like, this is my career. You yeah. know, like, is this, this is how I put food on the table for my family. Sure. You know, what we and, have is a really steep bell curve, Justin, where the first four episodes were really bad and then it started to improve. And then here at the end, as we round the the corner to four hundred, the last four episodes are going to be really Seems, bad. It's getting dark in here. It feels darker than right now. <laughs> I I would swear it feels darker. It's the same lighting I always had, but it feels darker. In well, here. the walls you are closing in on Justin. <sighs> Gotta raise these ceilings. I'm gonna lower my chair a bit because the ceilings are getting really low. I'm just gonna lower my chair so I'm farther from them. Hey, Justin, Justin, Justin. My throat is closing up, so I'm yeah. not gonna respond. But just I'm not. I'll talk at you. Go ahead and can you do a thing where you lower your chair and then the chair falls over and you do a funny tumble out of it? Yeah, let me try. Hold on. All right, I'm gonna try to lower. That was nice. the quietest fall I've ever heard. <laughs> that was the quiet. Well, my, my equipment is tuned. Yeah, sure. My equipment is tuned to only capture my voice. Did you hear the fart though? Yeah, <laughs> no, the, the fart that was fart golden. Uh, the let's, fart was something, right? People are gonna chuckle at that. I think we, I think we got it. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> I want a mud squad. <laughs> I want to.
Squad. Welcome to the reason you really tune in this podcast within a podcast. Sometimes a podcast within an intro, I guess. It's Munch Squad. Uh, I want to encourage you uh, to pull into Bojangles three weeks ago for uh, heart-shaped bowberry biscuits and more at Bojangles for V-Day, which meant something else <laughs> when we when we won the war, but now Bojangles <laughs> has reclaimed V-Day for biscuits. And they looked at the v- calendar and they saw V-Day coming up a few weeks back. Sorry, I've been on leave. They saw V-Day coming up a few weeks back. I didn't want to miss any of these. Uh, and they said, mm, we need something to celebrate Valentine's Day. How about we give people five different things at Valentine's Day. So Bojangles, this is a quote, Bojangles is all about bringing people together for special moments. Is it? Says Bojangles Senior Vice President of Marketing, Randy Poindexter. No, which is that's not, not a person. Fake. That's a person on our program, not a character we created for our program, Randy Poindexter. And Bojangles is whenever I go there to eat the sloppy chicken, I think, mm, I wish there were people closer to me for this special moment <laughs> of enjoying the spicy chicken tennis selects. The quote continues, it's always challenging to come up with creative Valentine's Day gifts and activities, but you can never go wrong by adding our signature Bojangles flavor to your special day. Now, I can think of many ways in which adding (laughs) Bojangles to your Valentine's Day could go extremely wrong. Deeply wrong. Deeply wrong. What if your lover is allergic to chicken? That's one thing. Your lover doesn't enjoy spice or biscuits. Yeah, your uh, your lover doesn't want to eat a wet mess. <laughs> I think it's great. Randy talks about how hard it is, and then the very next graph it says, "Enjoy a heart shaped bowberry biscuit." So, like Randy says, it's hard to come up with things, but really, you just make it heart shaped, huh? That's uh, doesn't seem that hard, Rando. Seems pretty easy. So, it's a famous buttermilk biscuit with bowberries. Oof. Uncool to make. Okay, so berries have names. <laughs> When you look at them on the vine, berries have names, right? Blueberry, blackberry, raspberry. <sighs> this is got bowberries baked inside. That's capitalized. That's a proper noun. What are you doing? Well, well you take a ra- you take a raspberry uh-huh. and you water it exclusively with Bobice's sweat. Yeah. Here's the oh, thing. Bojangles. Bojangles has partnered with Monsanto, and they have created a chicken flavored berry. I would fuck that up. <laughs> you can make. You can make your um, heart-shaped bowberry biscuit. If you guys haven't seen it, it's, like a, it's literally a biscuit with blueberries baked, sorry, bowberries baked into it with icing on top. And then right after that, literally, it says, here's a scoop. Make your heart-shaped bowberry biscuit experience even sweeter by adding a scoop of vanilla ice cream wow. when you get home for a delectable dessert. Now, what he said there is, when you get home, this is not a service that Bojangles is providing to you. This is not an option Bojangles has bri- provided you this V-Day. They're saying, when you get home, <laughs> go to your freezer, get your own ice cream, and mm. like hack our dessert that we made. This hack is, our thing. This is like when there's recipes on the back of the Ritz box, and you look at it and go, nah, and then just eat a whole sleeve dry. Uh, other Bojangles ideas for Valentine's Day, because they're who you turn to when you need ideas for Valentine's Day, you can write a love letter. If you go to Bojangles.com no. forward oh, slash l- love, you can create a thoughtful e-card for your family, friends, or that special someone, courtesy of Bojangles. No. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> for your you family, can... friends, or side piece. 
You and can, you can actually get eight side pieces, which is nice. You can even use this idea to be a community sweetheart no. by selecting from the pre-populated list of local heroes in your community to send a Valentine's Day message. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you saying that I'm going to send a Valentine from me and Bojangles to the <laughs> to local firefighter? firefighter? <laughs> what, what, what is that guy's this day is like? What makes it all worth it. Fine, I'm so glad Justin appreciates me enough to send the very best a JPEG from Bojangles. <laughs> This, I'm glad I put my life on the line every day now. This is so worth it. They don't have any for West Virginia. Aww. <laughs> you can send your Bojangles card to me, <laughs> local hero Justin McElroy, father of two. You can uh, send those my way. So that's how you can celebrate Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for to Bojangles for uh, giving us so many great ways to make this Valentine's Day so special. I'm making one right now. Is the heart anatomical? God, no. Uh, no, the regular Bowberry biscuits are look more like anatomical hearts. These are just sort of fun. Oh, looks like I got an image here. It's just uh, a picture of a heart-shaped biscuit, and on it says, you up? So that's kind of a booty biscuit. <laughs> that's to my firefighters, because I need to know they're up, making sure the fires don't get too wild. Hey, this is weird. Uh, what do we have here in the second? Uh, uh, we're just gonna dovetail. We're just gonna dovetail right off into firefighter wisdom. Yes. Is this a segment? I I feel like maybe this is just a one-off, never again segment. But we got a response to it to a question we did last week, and I wanted to address it. Okay, well let's address it because we're already talking about firefighters, uh, heroes that battle the blaze, as I call them. <laughs> um. Firefighter wisdom. Do uh, Trav? Do you have a jingle for firefighter wisdom you want to do? <laughs> nope. That nope. one's that one's done. That one's taken. Oh. Brothers, my wife is a wildland firefighter, and according to her, there's an unwritten rule that you never pee on the fire or its ashes. The rationale is that sometimes before officially calling the fire, quote unquote, out, uh -oh. they have to go around sticking their hands in the ashes to make sure there are no hot spots and no one wants to put their hand in pee. Number twos are even more frowned upon. And that's from my wife is way cooler and tougher than I am. Certainly, certainly at this, I have a tool that um that smushes garlic. Certainly, we could come up with a tool that could tell us if fires are out, right? But you're yeah. we got something I have better. A thermometer. Put your hand. Put in your the fire. hand in it, Jeffrey. Um, because they deserve to piss on these bad, this bad hot wind. I feel like, like they've earned it. I feel like when you fight the blaze. Um, you could probably come up with a tool that tells you if the fire is hot and if it's been peed in. Because mm -hmm. then you'd be like, oh, nice. Whoever did that, super nice. Infrared maybe, and infra yellow. Maybe like a uh, like a pee pee sm uh, smelling pig, like a pig that you lead around, and it's like, nope, not that pile. That still seems pretty like non technological. At the end of the day, he's been beautifully smoked and ready for your family to enjoy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> not, oh, do you you don't eat pigs, Griffin? Not Hampton, the, the, not the Hampton the Hero <laughs> Fire Pig. No way. <laughs> I would never eat Hampton the Hero Fire Pig. A pig this special, you don't eat them all at once. I love this pig. Listen, my family, kids love him, except every time they make bathroom, he comes sniffing around like, hey, Hampton, can you be cool for a second? I'm going to send a Bowberry Biscuit Valentine to Hampton the Hero Fire Pig. 
recently, the Starbucks near me has made their whipped cream blue. I don't know why they did it, and it's only this location. But now every drink you order with whipped cream has blue whipped cream. It's a very ugly blue, and it still tastes like normal whipped cream. Given that years of social conditioning have taught me that blue food should taste like blue, I'm incredibly distressed at the sight of this blue whipped cream, which still tastes normal. How can I get my local Starbucks to reverse their horrible whipped cream decisions? So, was this from the... Didn't they do like a unicorn? Uh, yes. Uh, is it is that is that what this is from? Is that was they did that, like a unicorn that? frappe with like blue and purple shits? But still, the that that time is behind us now by like a solid year, by a very large margin, which is troubling because large margin. A year is too much time for cream to just hang out. If it's new blue cream, I think you need to report this Starbucks to, I don't know, the police. Because you're not allowed to just sort of go your own way when you're a Starbucks. You can't be a Starbucks and be like, hey, do you want to drip coffee or a cheeseburger? And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, we do cheeseburgers at this one. I just don't. I understand it can make people uncomfortable to like question authority, even if that authority is the person that runs the coffee making uh, at Starbucks. I get that for sure. I think you are completely within your legal rights to say, why is this blue? Explain this to me. Excuse me, I'm a paying customer. Yeah. Why is this blue? Do it again, but normal. Do it again, but normal, please. No, if I'm being honest, I've I've just spent the last 390, well, now six episodes waiting for someone to say large margin. And so, like, I haven't been listening at all, but I'm really going to dial in now. Wow. I'm excited for this new era of Travis. Yeah, where I can finally start paying attention. The curse has been lifted. Um, What are we talking about? What do we do on this show? <laughs> well, let's try a Yahoo. Travis's first Yahoo. Uh, a what? Sin and Yahoo. It's a website where people go to sort of... um. Let it all hang out. Just let it all be what it is. This was this is by... a segment we do on this show? Yes. Yeah. It originated in our old show, Internet Says the Wildest Things. 2.0. 2.0. It was actually called www.internetsaysthewildestthings2.0 uploaded. uploaded. So it was very early web. I, I guess is what I'm saying. Doc. And we would go to some of our favorite sort of uh, websites uh -huh. and pets.com. And we'd be like, look yeah. at this picture we found on pets.com. Ask um, Jeeves. Uh, yes, we did a segment called like, let's ask Jeeves. And we'd be like, what's the capital of New Mexico? And then it would tell us. And we would just read it. I forget what it was. Anyway, uh, a couple people sent this one in. Thank you, everybody. It's from Yahoo Answers user My Chemical Undertale, which is a what? real heck of a username, uh, who asks. <laughs> I don't follow. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, rusted fidget spinner? Oh, no. Okay. Okay, so last year, me and my younger cousin were swimming in the pool, and I found a blue fidget metal fidget spinner. It wouldn't spin, or at least it would barely spin. I took it home because my cousin already had a which I think is fidget spinner. Uh -huh. So I put it with some other stuff, and here I am in 2018. It is rusted, and I wonder how I can get it to spin again. WD-40? I want to use something that isn't chemicals, such as kitchen oil, but I do not believe it will work. <laughs> what do I use? I want a natural, organic, GMO-free fidget spinner. Something. What? what is kitchen oil? Like, uh, you know. When your kitchen starts making a weird groaning noise, and so you cover it with oil to help it, you know, just run a little bit smoother. 
Kitchen oil, Justin, is what happens when you get a little bit of, and no one knows what this is, but kind of a uh, slimy thing on like your your exhaust sure. vent. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's your kitchen. That's just your kitchen's natural oils. It's the sweat, if you will. Yeah, it's the kitchen sweat. The kitchen's working hard. Yeah. The very good news for this question asker is that fidget spinners, I don't know if you've been paying attention, they are not hard to come by. (laughs) If you roll 75 cents down the hall of your local mall, a fidget spinner will fly back to you. (laughs) There are are just fidget spinners all over the place on deep, deep discount. This This fidget spinner is special. This was like Lady in the Water presented... Two questions. Oh, it's ex- it's Excalibur. Yes, this is. It- oh, I was referencing the M Night Shyamalan movie, but yes. And so this this fidget spinner is special and needs to be revitalized. Who knows what magic powers could be granted by this fidget spinner? <laughs> You're saying this is a mermaid's treasure Maybe? that got sucked up a pipe somewhere, How and Ar- a- Ariel was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, where'd it go? Ah, oh, man. How else would a fidget spinner just end up in a pool, Griffin?" Great, great, great question. Uh, excuse me, have you checked it for curses? Because the only other reason that I would get rid of a fidget spinner and dunk, leave it in the pool, I'm gonna bury this in the briny deep so it can never hurt anybody ever again. And then they throw it in the pool, and oh, then now you've got the curse fidget Jumanji spinner. Jumanji three. Jumanji three. You curse s- of the fidget spinner you that's cursed. Spin it, and a big spinning lion comes out. Oh no! Like, uh, wait, well it's okay. He's just spinning there. Oh okay. What if when you spin it? Uh huh. It never stops <gasps> spinning. What would you do? <laughs> hey guys, hey guys, what would you do though? <laughs> if you spun a fidget spinner and you're like, ah, oh, good spin. Mm, God, this one's really going. Uh-huh. And then 15 minutes later, you're like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> I mean, frankly, I just assume I was being incepted. Oh God, Inception 2, that's a fidget spinner. <laughs> Just spinning on the table to let you know if you're in a dream or not. Um, I mean, I would use it since I've cracked the problem of perpetual motion. I would use it to generate infinite energy for the Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, wouldn't you be good. worried that if you like you touched it, you would break the spell and you die? Um, or that it would just sort of spin right through my fingers and destroy them because it's it can't be again. It can't be stopped. This is an immovable object. No, no, don't touch. Oh, I'm not sure it could be used to power. A generator. That was, of course, my first thought too, Griffin. Mm. But the generator would rely on resistance of some sort. Guess I put it on the back of my boat and make like a cool gas-free motorboat situation. Cool, out of it. small, cool, small motorboat. I, I, you gotta reduce, reuse, recycle, uh-huh, and you gotta uh-huh. save this fidget spinner. Also, I mean, rehab addict. This is flipper, flip, flipper. This old fidget spinner with Bob Love v- it or list it. Bob Vila. Love it or list it. <laughs> love it or list it. Get on Craigslist. I found this old fidget spinner. Couldn't fix it. So I do not love it. Here I am listing it. $50? Is that good? <laughs> I do not know. The one thing that's going to save us when the aliens come uh-huh. to take over our planet is they're going to start finding fidget spinners, and they're going to have to spend a lot of time piecing <laughs> that one together. I no, just don't. I'm serious, Green Lord. Look. No, I've told you. They all you have them. They it- must be weapons, sir. They must be weapons or something. You spin it, and that's it. No. Well, what's the next thing that it... No, there's no next thing. You spin it, and that's it. And while they're distracted, I sneak up with them with a shard of glass. Stab them. <laughs> Stab them right in the back. God, what happened not, to all the knives? 
I was in my cage and I broke out and I'm <laughs> doing just fine. I'm sure the glass will be enough to protect them. Look at their fleshy bodies. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <gasps> Shing, what do you do? Splurge. Earth is defended. <laughs> and I pick up the fidget spinner and spin it and the credits come out of it. Whoa. <laughs> That's what it was for. Yeah. It had the credits to the movie. It it. had the credits in it. <laughs> the movie had been going on for eight hours. And it couldn't end because Griffin hadn't released the credits. There had been like a whole love B plot and an inspiring soccer story. And mm-hmm. like the movie had just gone on forever. A and dad learned to respect finally... his son. Just keep, it was down, wild. just keep looking down at that fidget spinner, asshole. <laughs> 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 Yes. Independence Day 3. Also Jumanji 3. I can do it. It's Independence Jumanji 3. <laughs> Frizz, a movie by Griffin McElroy. <laughs> a docudrama by Griffin McElroy. Was Griffin the first and only prisoner that the aliens took? <laughs> they got here. They got the fidget spinner and they got distracted. I tried to lead I tried to lead a revolution with my other prisoners. They're too chicken shit. I was the only one with that sort of tactical ability needed to break out my glass cage, stab these fucking aliens. How did they even capture you in the first place? I was asleep, the cowards. What did you guys think about season three of Black Mirror? Fidget spinners. What if? Aliens. Griffin wrote this one. <laughs> this is all the episodes, isn't it? Sucks. <laughs> Is your first step after that <laughs> to try to learn how to pilot the alien craft to fight back or to try to activate the comm system mm-hmm. to spread the word to your fellow prisoners as to how the aliens can be defeated? I mean, the second, but... Choose your own adventure. Um, just, uh, just to clarify, because I want to get this right. Justin, when you say how the aliens can be defeated... You mean by shiving the, the bag, right? I found their weakness. While they're distracted by a fidget spinner. Okay. That was key to the plan. Okay. Oh, no. There's, I would do it all myself. I think once I went into sort of my battle rage, just like. <laughs> <laughs> In the words of my generation, up yours. Then you fly it right into the mothership. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Thank you, Griffin. I miss my brother Griffin, who died killing all the aliens, uh-huh. but I want you to know that we have made a bronze statue in your honor, and I've renamed both my children Griffin, and a lot of people on Earth did that too. It's going to get confusing, but we're all so proud of you And down yes, here. the bronze statue has a fidget spinner. That never stops. Never stops. It's an eternal spinner. Maybe I just got so wild just killing these two aliens that I didn't even pay attention and have time to get off the ship before it exploded. Ah, damn it. And then there's a lesson in there about violence. Uh-huh. But and I then s- there's, an, there's like another uh, alien behind Griffin, and they stab him with glass because they learned, uh-huh. like, it. oh, violence. Violence is the way of this planet. My, my people had never even thought about violence before, and then Griffin has introduced this idea. And, yeah, and then that alien goes and looks at his two comrades and is sad about their being dead. Uh-huh. And then he sees the fidget spinner, and he leans over and picks it up, and he's like, what is this thing? And then I'm like, not today. And I, <laughs> one more time, get him. And then smash cut, because I died, uh-huh. and it's Liv Tyler at my funeral. Oh, I love this. And this the, is huge. Yeah. Look out behind you, Liv Tyler. No, she's fine. No, she turns <laughs> around, she catches the glass, and she says, oh. this is for Griffin. 
And then, yeah, oh, man, this is good. And she pushes the alien backward, and her, let's say she's got, like, a monkey partner, and he's crashed yeah. down behind her, or behind the alien, the alien falls backwards. I'm so glad you got back to Garbanzo, the monkey partner, Travis, because... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Liv Tyler's like, that's it. I'm getting too old for this shit. I retire. And then Griffin Jr., uh-huh. who had been there the whole time, it is a fully grown man, said- <laughs> It's actually Don't Griffin's worry, twin mom. brother named Griffin Jr. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to take up the mantle from now on, mom, which is his cute nickname for Liv Tyler, his, his sister-in-law. And <laughs> he, Griffin Jr. decides he's going to finish the fight that his dad couldn't. His dad brother. His dad brother. His dad brother. Dad was his nickname mm-hmm. for his brother. <laughs> and but but guess what? Good news. Griffin is not really dead. They just uh he's his spirit's in the void. Uh-huh. So they gotta Justin, go into the void. Save it, save something for Jumanji Independence Four. Don't worry, you end up in the body of Garbanzo. I love this. And when I look into a mirror, it's just me in a big diaper. But everybody like, else oh sees Garbanzo. <laughs> everybody else just sees Garbanzo. <laughs> but I see myself as just me in a big diaper, holding two big shards of glass, ready for any alien fucks that want to try to fuck with my fucking planet. You guessed it, everybody. He is pregnant. And the Whoa. baby is voiced by Danny DeVito. Whoa, sort what a the, get. Yeah. Did we jump the shark a little bit? Because I think we had a good movie in there somewhere. But then there it's were like a, there was like a fourth act and then a fifth act and then the sixth act. He'll he'll uh he'll edit it down. Yeah, it's fine. Do you got Jameson? Jameson, if you could just edit it down. Jameson, really I think good. Justin forgot your fucking name, dude. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But he'll edit his name back in, which is perfect. Oh, are you talking about Jameson? <laughs> That's right, Griffin. Jameson. <laughs> uh, let's go to the money zone. Thank you, Christ. you about Casper mattresses. Okay. Thank you. Casper mattress, it's uh, the best mattress I have ever slept upon. I was uh, gone for many nights on the cruise and traveling and all of that. And listen, I slept fine, but then I came home. I slept on that Casper mattress. It embraced me like a lover Mm. and I had missed it. And they offer affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to the consumer. It's it's pretty amazing. And listen, I know you've heard about this before, but and I can't get over this technology. It comes in a box. In a box. You open it up, thwomp, it's there. It's amazing. And it's it like com- a little pill that you put in the bathtub and it turns into a dinosaur. Basically. Absolutely. And it combines multiple supportive memory phones for quality sleep service with the right amount of both sync and bounce. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash mybrother and using promo code mybrother, all one word, at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. I'll tell you about stamps. These are weird stickers that have cool pictures on them. Slow down. And you, Yeah, they're cool stickers, and they're worth a certain amount of money. And uh-huh. when you put them on, you stick them right on the outside of the letter. And that's important. Don't put it on the actual paper itself. On the inside, when you send it off, people look at how much money it's worth and says like, okay, I'll ship it for this much. And stamps.com has taken this process and made it as convenient and easy and reliable and as efficient as is possible. They bring all the amazing services of the U.S. Postage Service right to your fingertips. Stamps.com makes it official to buy and print 
official U.S. postage for any letter or any package using your own computer and printer. They send you a digital scale, which automatically calculates exact postage, and they'll help you decide the best class of meal based on your needs. So right now, you can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. If you go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in my brother. At Stamps.com, enter my brother. Remember, it's the microphone button. That's what we use to deliver our brand of twisted humor right to your fucking brain and my brother is all one word just just it's all one word so remember that remember the microphone remember our twisted fucking humor dude next time you're gonna play taste my steel or you're playing an upcoming cosplay you won't have to grift a deals warlock to get your own op weapon at adventure armory they specialize in wooden swords shields and accessories with both original styles and those inspired by your favorite video games anime and movies oh shit these are really cool they're cool, yeah. They gladly accept custom requests for styles they don't already offer, including weapons of our own design, and often work with hardwoods upon request for spar-ready weaponry. Don't base any on RIP, or you will go to jail. Visit sexygarfield.adventurearmory.com. That's armory with a U for 10% off your order. It's one site you won't want blasted from your cash. A lot of great references that we didn't even have to put in there. They just did it for us. So thank you, Adventure Armory. It's dope. Yeah, it's really sick. I'm looking at their catalog now, and they do have um, my hero my hero glass shard from Adventure Jumanji 3. Um, a lot of stuff on here is pretty high touch. This just looks like they maybe just like shattered a glass top table and put so, dipped it in alien blood. Um, uh, they got a lot of great... Um, stuff on here um they have uh, a wooden replica of uh rowan atkinson's wallet from uh johnny english which is n- was not a big prop <laughs> in the movie uh-huh. but it they do they do have that and it yeah looks they got exactly think, like it it looks great they have wild. a they have a wooden the tuxedo from jackie chan's the tuxedo um yes, and that one you, looks Griffin. really yes. good trav uh-huh. you got an obscure action comedy in here that you want to reference a prop from um no they have one of the sticks that the rock used in the rundown before Mm. he was allowed to use guns but none of the guns which i appreciate travis you want to read this next jumbotron yeah i do okay this is for daniel cat cheyenne bond it's from jacob dear my fantastic friend cheyenne cat daniel and bond i'm so happy we've been able to D D together or didn't do it together It's really made me the happiest I've ever been. I love you all very much. And hopefully, Tala, Karaya, Myla, and Chev are still well by the time this is read. Special shout out to our amazing Daniel. The world you made has made this pot. That might have been DM. The world you you made has made this possible. This is, uh, sounds like a pretty good group. And definitely, like, two of them have been dissolved by, like, a dragon's acid. All of the first season of Adventures on all I want to do is dissolve you in a dragon's acid. They hit, hit you with a dragon's curse. Well, when we do the uh, special edition re-release, you can edit that in. Episode one, man. Dragon's gonna curse you with his magic acid. Y'all are fucked. Here's a message for Luke and Laura, and it's from Jack, Mac, and Bug, who say... Happy late birthday, Luke and Laura. We've hijacked these sweet McElroy gobs to let you know how much we love you. You guys married some incredible people, and we're so proud. We look up to you, the way you pursue what matters to you, how deeply you care for your loved ones. Keep working hard in life and searching for 
peanut butter fingerprints. Oh man, what's a peanut butter crime? Those they're, they're trying to solve with these PB fingerprints. Well, it was committed by a guy named uh, Steve Peanut Butter. Travis, what, what does that even mean? Was well, they're looking for peanut butter's fingerprints? So you just willed into existence, and Justin's just gone now, but you just willed yeah, into existence. I don't have anything to add to this. A guy named Steve Peanut Butter for the purpose of this <laughs> joke. You've added to the Mabibam canon, you're hoping that Steve Peanut Butter is going to be like the next YouTube animatic. Would it be better if it was like P, initial P, No, don't butter. walk it back. It's, it's Steve Peanut Butter, and uh-huh. I want you to tell us more about Steve Peanut Butter. And this is in the animatic now. He stole the uh, bread and got himself in a jam. Christ Jesus God in heaven on the high mountain looking down on us all. Do you wish you made that joke? Are you jelly? The podcast um, is canceled. Oh, The podcast no. is now canceled. Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Adam. And we host The Greatest Generation. And uh, we're here to announce a new show. The Greatest Discovery is Maximum Fun's new podcast about the new Star Trek series, Star Trek Discovery. We're going to be recapping every single episode. It's going to be a limited run podcast, and we hope you'll join us. It's a show that we're really excited to watch, and we're really excited to talk about it and provide our signature f***ing fart joke coverage of a new entry in the Star Trek franchise. So if you like irreverence, adult humor, irreverence again, (laughs) and Star Trek, we really hope you'll join us on Tuesdays on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts to The Greatest Discovery. Oh, they made us edit dick out of the last promo that we submitted, so... You should keep that part in the promo. The toilet paper in my office's bathroom is basically printer paper. <laughs> is it? I want to talk to you is about it, your use of office supplies. Is it uh, collated printer paper with like the, the dot matrix holes on the side? Uh, uh, I want to start bringing my own to work, but I'm worried about being caught carrying my own TP to and from the bathroom and having to explain to my coworkers about my sensitive butt. Any ideas for how to do this covertly? And that's from Lacerated on oh, Long Island. Christ, no. A okay. costume party, you're a mummy. Every day. Every day. <laughs> and, you're, and as the day goes on, you're less and less of a mummy, and people track sort of how your digestive system's <laughs> doing based on how much mummy you are by five o'clock. Uh-oh, half mummy, huh? <laughs> Rough day, huh? Buffalo wings, huh? Yippies. If you do this right, you really only gotta sneak it in there once, and then you kind of heavyweights squirrel it away in the sure. w- in the wall, maybe you have a, a poster, acoustic tile in the ceiling, uh-huh. perhaps. Yeah, you have a poster of the poster from um, Shawshank, Jameson, 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 anything. Jameson. It's Rita Hayworth, right? God, that's Justin, one of yeah. them. But I also think Cars Three was in there. Yeah, they had a. Got- <laughs> <laughs> they tore down the Rita Hayworth poster. There was nothing behind it. It was just regular wall. And you're like, okay, well, it's probably not behind the Cars Three one. Andy knew, Andy Dufresne knew that someday there would be a popular animated franchise based on Cars, and he knew there would be at least three of them. So Andy, on his spare time, used to create his own Cars. <laughs> related posters and merchandise. Every time we he got a sharp object and some soap, he'd start carving new figures based on this animated franchise he was sure would someday exist. What is that piece of soap called? Well, that's not soap. That's Lightning McQueen, he would say. This is the his fastest buddy, car on the track. This is his buddy, Tomata. There will also be a man named Larry the Cable Person. 
<laughs> he he had another poster for planes, but he only ever made one. And it's he not said gonna it was take sort of a off, spin-off. he said, with a twinkle in his eye. <laughs> and he loved a good pun. You're worried about, like, you're being made fun of. I would more worry that, like, you're going to go to the trouble of bringing in your own TP and everyone's going to covet said TP and steal it from you. Yeah. You're going to have to lock bad. that drawer. The TP, your special TP. Well, you got to build the TP drawer and then you have to lock it with your special code. You could offer to take a pay cut and then they would know you're, like, really serious about how bad the toilet paper is. Like, listen, seriously, pay me 3% less. And buy better toilet paper. You'll be an, if it works. You'll be an office hero. Everyone will appreciate your sacrifice. Can you not just strike or march or something? This is not tenable, and everybody has to know. Unless you're working with a bunch of like ironclad asshole, having like you know yeah. what I mean, like some real sort of callous sitters. If West Virginia teachers can strike for something as silly as being able to afford Jesus their own health care, <laughs> certainly you can strike it's to just, have some high-quality TP. Can you not go to another office building to do your twosies? You mean quit? <laughs> get, a new, get a new job? So uh, I see here you worked uh, You worked a job, but you just quit. What, what was your reason for leaving? Uh, my butthole. What uh? What attracts you to this job? You got the? You, do you have skills in customer service? No, it's just you got that quilted stuff, and with a, it's been it's been kissed with lotion, and I I need to know. I just gotta know. I need I need some time to recuperate, and I am gonna go back to my old job once I've sort of recovered. It's it's the problem with me using uh, Colton, Cottonelle Ultra Comfort Care at home exclusively. Everything that I use in the outside world, because nobody's springing. Love that Colton stuff. Out. Barely there. No, Barely there. Yeah. TP. I mean, nobody is sp- springing for that kind Justin, of stuff. Justin, you have uh, you have ruined my bathroom experience anywhere but my own uh, office. Sure, basically. yeah. Justin got me a bidet for Christmas. Um, have we not talked about this on the yeah, show? I'm, this, I'm this, loving it. Uh, yeah, cancel the rest of the show. I got travel. We were looking for the the perfect Christmas gift, and I was like, I looked at Sydney. I was like, Sydney, I did it. I found the gift of the year the one gift that will be most treasured and prized above all others. And she did not trust me in the moment, but I knew when I handed my brother Travis his own bidet. Mm -hmm. His own butt super soaker. Yep. How's it been, Travis? It's been amazing. First off, let's talk about installation. How did that go? Well, it it was a little tricky because I had to find a a plug to plug it into because it's just the seat, right? So it's not, I didn't replace the whole toilet, mind you. It was just a, a seat swap. Uh, But Justin, it's been amazing and life changing. And now when I go out into the world, and I use any restroom but my own, I think, oh my God, how how did I live like this before yeah. Poseidon took care of my downstairs is for it, me? Is it sustained action or do you like lean on a button and just it continues to spray or you press a button and it blasts? I press you? the button and the bidet is like, you got it, Chief, and it just takes care of business. It has its whole routine. Yeah. Do you do you have a number of usages of the bidet of the bidet in sequence before you are beginning to worry that it has become now, sexual? Let's explore. Bo- okay, well, <laughs> I do want to explore bidet because is that the Bojangles bidet? It's actually Tom Bojangles bidet. Yeah. Okay, uh, Travis, uh, please answer. Please stop hiding, you fucking coward, from the <laughs> sexual bidet question. Um, well, I do like because you can't see. While it's happening, you try to lift up, it's going to go everywhere in the room. Maybe you can't. I took a bunch of yoga in college. Okay. 
And so if I can position myself like so I get it on the first try, let's say, you know what I mean, without any repositioning, I just feel A 360 like 360 no scope. We're we're doing it together, taking care of business. It's the weirdest buddy cop movie I've ever been a part of, but I really enjoy it. Um I listen, I'm a big fan. It's got lots of options. Uh I can heat the seat and the water. Um okay. Oh yeah. Careful. Highly recommend. Gotta be careful. Highly recommend one time. Uh it's it's a luxury I never knew I needed. And now I simply cannot live without. Uh, gotta hit and the it's, water. I gotta tell you, folks, it's surprisingly affordable. You just legally can't buy one for yourself. Yes. You understand. Y'all want a Yahoo? Yeah, absolutely. You kidding me? This one was sent in by Morgan Davy. Keep it wavy. Morgan Davy, it's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user, but I'll call them. Uh, Robert asks, when people say, great Scott, who is the Scott they are referring to? Hmm. Scott Bakula. It might be Scott Bakula, but let's come back to that. It's it's uh it's Sir Walter Scott. Did what? you Google that, Justin? I just Googled it. I mean, there's an answer to this question. <sighs> oh, well, okay. Well, then no jokes required. Let's do a different Yahoo. <laughs> no, Great. Justin. Justin's got a good point. I no got it. Are... I got it covered. If there's an answer to it, there can't be jokes. So let's just do a different one. I think. Well, we'll just look like we'll look like. Cla- here's the thing. I, here's what I'm trying to save us. I'm trying to save us a thousand tweets from people who will check Wikipedia. Good, good. And good. they will say it is about Sir Walter Scott or possibly Win- Winifred Scott, a U.S. general. Okay, but maybe yeah, that's about great. Whatever Scott you want, maybe for me it's Willard Scott. Justin, you don't know. You can't tell me who my oh, no great Travis. Scott there's is. a nope, 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 nope. There's a right answer for it. So let's just take the rest of the bit. I had to hold. Let me take this big stack of uh, Scott Stapp jokes I had, and let me just. <laughs> I'm gonna go flush these down the toilet one page at a time. Use so I'll be right back. Um, now, when you say jokes, does it mainly boil down to just saying maybe it's Scott Stapp from Creed? That might be where, or, uh, sort of how I got into the bit, but you know how our twisted comedy works. <laughs> we go to other places. So just wait. I'm going to go flush these down the toilet one by one. Um, and you guys go ahead and talk about whatever. And uh, I'll be back in like <laughs> 28 minutes or so, 30 minutes. <laughs> how about you instead you read another Yahoo and then flush them afterwards? Okay, sure. It, just real quick, though, if there is a correct answer to this one, are you going to sort of... Because I have some jokes ready for this one. Yes. And if you're gonna, yeah, I will continue. If there's a correct answer, I will always say it because I don't want to get the tweets. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> do you guys like that? Character? I do. I like that a lot. It's Tony just like, Clifton. It's just like okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This was sent by Nate Smith. Thank you, Nate. Boy, the wind's really out of my sails. <laughs> Yeah, Griffin, can I just say, just I, and we can cut this if we need to. I felt like you were really building up a lot of momentum. I could see where you <laughs> yeah. were going with that question. Oh, dude, I, he's, he's on fire. <laughs> I had the heat. You I had, had heat. it. You were there. I was like, oh, what? yeah. Griffin wouldn't have read this question unless he was going somewhere with <laughs> it. But, Justin, but hey, Justin came, in, Justin came in, and he won the segment. And he did, he as we've that. always done answered the actual answer to questions. Nothing funny. Yep. <laughs> Listen, no bells and whistles here on my brother, my brother and me. Justin saw an opportunity to take match point. And he did. And Travis and I are just salty here because we lost. We lost. That's what it is. You know, it's not about, <laughs> it's not about was it There's funny. That's not what our show it. is. I know this is, this isn't normally like a trivia show, but if there is an answer to it, yeah, like, sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. This, this like, has always been why the sky first blue? and foremost a factual show, Justin. You are absolutely correct. Thank you. Nate Smith sent this one in. Thank you, Nate. It's by Yahoo Answers user uh, Angelina J. What's hmm, two wonder- plus two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a rich vein there. How to build a cozy nook for having sex. <laughs> 
My bed is too squeaky, squeaky. So I want to build a nook <laughs> with pillows. My bed is too <laughs> uh, I want to build a nook with pillows, blankets. Any ideas? Any ideas of websites that sell a lot of cozy satin stuff? Just a sex nook. A nook for sex with maybe you, like a nice bay window. Eventually, you will have too many pillows, and it will no longer be a sex nook. It'll be like a fun, just Ooh. sort of squished corner. I was because you're not going to be able to get the proper. You know, moves. I was about to Google Property Brothers sex nook, and then I became really worried about what would be returned from those particular search terms. You don't need that fan fiction no, in your life. I do not. Delete, 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 backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> Blast the cache. Okay. You hear me typing? I ain't afraid. Oh no, Griffin. I'm afraid. Uh, if you want a cozy nook, uh huh, for making nooky. Ooh. What's the secret? Because I do think you could repurpose a breakfast nook for this very purpose. Nobody's using the breakfast nook. Maybe a nobody uses curtain? the breakfast nook. Let's let's put let's put the tiger on the table. Nobody's using breakfast nook. Basically, nobody's using dining room. You eat your meals at the at the you know on the couch while watching Shark Tank. That's we don't have a di- we're not going to have a dining room. No need. I don't have a dining room. Don't need a dining room. No, we're a Shark Tank family. I have my I have my meals with Mark. <laughs> Me and Kevin are having some Brussels sprouts and pork chops tonight. Do you think when Shark when Shark Tank was being developed, do you think that Mark Cuban was like, "Why well, don't we just call it Mark Tank?" <laughs> and everybody else was like, "But there, I want my name in it too." And then for a while, it was called like Mark Mark Tank featuring Kevin. And the well, other he ones. was he wasn't on until a few seasons in, so probably not. It might have been he might have petitioned it to let to, when he joined. Um. Uh, to to change it to Mark Tank. Yeah, in the first ten episodes, he just tried to sneak it in there. Like, what I, what I, I love here about Mark Tank, and people are like, what did he say, Mark mm-hmm. Tank? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna flip a coin. Heads, you change it to Mark Tank. Tails, I change my name to Shark Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> um. Bre- you take your breakfast nook and you put a bunch of pillows in it, and that's where you make your dirty. Well, and then also maybe put a Keurig in there. So you do want to keep some of the features of the breakfast. Well, I'm just saying, like, here's the thing. No room, like, you wouldn't go into a bedroom and there's just a bed in it. You wouldn't go into an office and there's just a desk. That's a poor use of space. So, yes, you can make a sex nook, but, like, maybe also put, like, some art in there and, like, maybe a little shelf with some books on it. So then it can be your sex nook or your book nook. Don't just, like, make it one nook. That's, no, that's a waste of nook. What other sort of stuff do you need? Because you list pillows and blankets, but like you probably need some other stuff if you really want to blast off. Um, mm-hmm. maybe just some various mm. like like um bars for like grabbing and so you can get torque. You know, yeah, dude. <laughs> different handholds. You know, for yeah, torque. maybe like like rock climber handholds uh-huh. like on on the wall, and then people will be like, "What is this?" And be like, "It's my climbing wall." And if I fall down, I got all these pillows and sexual magazines to catch me. <laughs> you probably. I'm not talking about need... nudie rags either. I'm talking about like stuff with tips in it. You're probably gonna need a, a pull chain that activates a sort of Rube Goldbergian system that dumps Gatorade on you after you finish. Yeah, yeah. or while you fin- that, during the finish. That's up to you. That's that's that's, that's a uh, maybe a magic eye poster. A magic eye poster to help that you is to fun. help you last longer. <laughs> You're like I'm looking for the boat, so I can't focus on the great feelings of this encounter. <laughs> 
I found the boat. I'm so sorry. I found it really fast. I'm so sorry. I really miss Extreme Restraints. I do too. Follow him on Twitter. It's a, fun, it's a fun kind of surprise as you're scrolling through your Twitter feed and you're just like, mm. oh man, a lot of bad news. To oh, dildo. Y'all get at us. Let's work this out. Come on, bring back to us. Let's work this out. Um, Is that an episode? Yeah. How long are we going to go? That feels like an episode to me, Justin McElroy. Oh, yeah. my we're, brother, my brother. We're good, baby. We're golden. Justin, oh, how do you yeah. feel? Because I know you were worried at the beginning. Do you think we ever got into it? I think that if you look back on this episode, you will remember the good and the bad is already in the rear view. Uh -huh. You know, time will melt away the bad and only the classic animatics will will remain. And, I'm so, uh, when we got Peter Peanut Butter, it was yeah, we got so there. good. Like. That's that was a gift. That's that was a gift Travis gave me and Justin. You're all welcome. What would be great is if we could close this out with some good Oscar jokes, because then it kind of brings oh, it. Because yeah. and then you know we were sitting on some the whole time. That it was all very deliberate. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like I saw the post and it was like, well, you got the one post. When are you going to finish building the fence? <laughs> What are the other you ones? Know, I I uh I know the shape of water. It's all gushy and everywhere, uh, unless you put it in a tank or something. And that's good to have that one in case they do cut out my literally identical joke it's, from the beginning. Well, let me try one. It's a shame that three billboards is going to get beat by four billboards. Get, hey, can, you two, get out of town. Any um, other movies? No, that's it. No, there's a bunch of nominees. There are. I saw. I saw. Uh, I saw. Call me by your name. I had a peachy time. Is that so? Is that was that a joke or? There's a uh, scene where there's a sexual peach. Dunkirk is actually um, based on the series finale of Growing Pains because they looked at him and they were like, yeah. "We're Dunkirk." Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. Phantom, yeah. Phantom Thread. Hell yeah, Kojima finally getting his due. Yeah, dude. Fuck yes. <laughs> okay, one more. Finish it out strong. Justin, Darkest Hour, go. Fuck Darkest yeah. Hour? That's the hour before the Oscars are on. Because um, yes. I'll be really sad until it starts. Nice, 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 nice. Fuck yeah. I, I, I Tanya. I, I excited. I caramba. Fuck. Uh, thank you to uh, the Maximum Fun Network is having us as part of their extended podcasting family. Unfortunately, that uh, relationship is now over because they did listen to this episode and they said, not feeling it anymore, I don't think. I don't see why they would necessarily uh, do that. I think that they would probably want to support us, even in our darkest hour. What? We found <gasps> it. We got he there. It. He, he did it. He did it. Griffin, please thank John Roderick. John, thanks, bud, for the use of our theme song. Instead of Parcher off the album, putting the days to bed. <laughs> and if you like the stuff we did here today, go to uh, McElroyShows.com, and you can find a, a lot more stuff like it. Ooh. A couple things. Uh, one, Schmanners, the show that my wife and I do, uh, is going to be at Moon Tower Comedy Festival April 18th in Austin, Texas. You can get tickets at bit.ly slash Schmanners. S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S. Also, we have got a new merch store. Uh, it's going to be up soon. Um, yeah, when uh, I think that's either going to be at the end of this week or beginning of next week, but it's coming soon. Whole bunch of new stuff. When it works, it will it will be at McElroyMerch.com when it is up and running. Um, it's going to be 
uh, it's so much new stuff. I'm so excited for y'all to see it. Um, let's finish it. This was sent in by Nate Smith. It's the final Yahoo of the show. Thank you, Nate. It's Yahoo Answers user Pete who asks, how do I cure my Randy Quaid phobia? <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Going into a bullseye interview, I know it's somebody who does amazing work, but if it's an actual conversation, I don't know where it's headed. The, absolutely. I, you're absolutely right. You said it actually better than I did, so I have to think about what that means. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these are this, this, this is the straight talk that, that you're going to get on this show. Bullseye. Creators you know, creators you need to know. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts.